This is the Shrimps Verdicts podcast. All opinions expressed to those of the individual contributors and not necessarily those of either Morecambe Football Club or of Beyond Radio. Every kick, every game, every goal. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio. to clear this and Joe well Adams Joe, does Joe better Adams than again. make it away and here come Morecambe over the halfway line Adams Joe's has got a lot to do he's, he's got, got Max Melbourne herring up on the left hand side and Joe just didn't get to have the support really unfortunately and too many red shirts in his way and crew nick it back and play a lovely ball over the top Nevitt's in here Nevitt great save by Archie now is he going to tap it in he is and Farron Wilson imploring the assistant to put his flag up over on this near side lovely ball over the top by Charlie Kirk Archimere had to come out to narrow the angle the first effort from Nevitt was partially parried up in the air by Archimere but Nevitt had the presence of mind just to nod the rebound into the net to give Crew a slightly undeserved lead here inside the first 20 minutes Crew Alexandra one Morecambe nil turns out towards his right hand side here's Charlotte Tracy is inside the penalty area lets a left footed effort go and smashes it into the top corner past Archimere and that's a disaster for the Shrimps Three minutes after half-time, we let Shiloh Tracy into onto his left foot, cutting him from the right, 15 yards out, and he has rifled it past Archie Mayer to make it Crow Alexandra 2, Morecambe 0. Great finish by Tracy. But we let him cut inside, Tom. Let him get, I mean, take nothing away from the shot. But could we have closed him down and not let him chop back inside, perhaps? Ball up and over. Ball. Left hand side, flag stays down, Melbourne with the cross, it's behind everybody, Adams goes for the yes! low daisy cutter, it's through the keeper and we are halving the arrears there thanks to Joe Adams first goal in the Morecambe shirt, great ball down the left hand side by Max Melbourne, thought he had just over hit the cross though, fell for Adams who just a couple of minutes earlier had one cleared off the line, went for the low side-footed Daisy Cutter I think uh, Harry da- Harvey Davis the crew keeper is going to be disappointed that he didn't keep that one out because he just slithered under his body and it finds the back of the net in 69 minutes it's Crew Alexandra 2 Morecambe 1 game on Hawula can't quite get it back but he does on the second phase first touch by Charlie Brown is to find Joe Adams who's not afraid to shoot and that's a great save and the rebound is put into the back of the net by Jordan Slew Slew and it was another low effort from Joe Adams and out of nowhere Morecambe have turned it around here at the Mournflake Stadium just after we've brought two more subs off the bench. Brown into the feet of Joe Adams, low daisy cutter from 20 yards, palmed out by Harvey Davis, falls to slew and he finds it in the back of the net for his sixth goal of the season and with 14 minutes to go it's Crow Alexandra 2, Morecambe 2 and the Shrimps out of nowhere back on level terms. We will absolutely go for this. We won't go kamikaze, but we, we ain't going to sit back and settle for a point. Not a chance. Melbourne. We'll try and dink it out towards Joel Senior. Right-hand side. Might try and go down the outside of his man here. Senior's got round the outside of his man. Got the ball across. It's in! It's in! It's Farron Rawson! Mm. 
and Joel Senior had got the better of his man and he has sent the away contingent opposite us in the ice cream van stand into absolute ecstasy. Cross came in, bundled home, crew two, Morecambe three. Billington goes cross field. Ball inside, off to the field against his former employer to equalise. Brilliant save, it's going to be tapped in though, is it? No! Oh my God. Heroic How defending on the line by How Jacob Badeau. How is that not Crew gone for in? all money were going How to equalise there. How is that not gone in? Everybody's got their hands on their heads around us. I've no idea how that how stayed that? out. How has that not gone in? What a save initially by Archie Mayer. Ball fell loose. They should have smashed it into the back of the net. And that is a heroic clearance and it could be a match-winning clearance. Reaction to the action. This is the Shrimps verdict on Beyond Radio. Jed Brannan is pointing at the scoreboard saying, well, it's not, time is up. That's it. Referee puts the whistle to his lips and we've done it again. We've done it again. We've come back from the dead. 2-0 down against automatic promotion chasing Crow Alexander away from home. And goals from Joe Adams, Jordan Slew, and a winner from Farrand Rawson have turned things around in the second half. Another amazing Jed Brannan away day at Crow Alexandra 2, Morecambe 3. I am almost speechless. Tom Collins. It's not often I am, is it? Let's be fair. And uh, <laughs> Wow. What? Just love how these players will play for Jed. And... Uh, who, who could have expected uh, the amount of spirit and fight we've seen since Jed has taken over um, and great moments and throughout the season as well had great moments this season and, and we're still in the mix now we still puts us right in the mix um, so full credit um, we didn't buckle when we could have done this could have easily been one of those other ones where it's just gone the other way four or five goals against us but we've, we've kept uh, what's worked early on in the game and as a result, we've got a result, three points. Fourth by my very rough math. I've not looked through all of the fixtures, but I think that's the fourth time this season that we have won 3-2 away from home. Colchester, Sutton, today, and Tranmere Rovers, four times, four times, we have won 3-2 away from home and that epitomises the team spirit the work rate the never say die attitude everything about this Jed Brandon football club as the Morecambe heroes applaud the travelling contingent 400 or so of them opposite us here in the ice cream van stand and Jed Brannan gives his trademark clap above his head so the story of the game I'm going to have to sit down after this you know goodness me story of the game Morecambe fans still going absolutely nuts opposite us and why not Morecambe started brightly. We're conceding in the 19th minute, though. Elliot never capitalising on a little bit of indecision, really, between Farron Rawson and uh, Archie Mayer at the back. 
Nevitt's initial effort saved by Mare, but he nodded the rebound into the empty net. We needed to start brightly after half-time. It was 2-0 on 48 minutes, so a brilliant solo effort from Shiloh Tracy, cutting in from the right-hand side and rocketing a left-footed effort into the top corner of Archie Mare's net. We had hope on 69 minutes. Joe Adams had just had one cleared off the line a couple of minutes earlier. He went through a crowd of players underneath the keeper to halve the arrears. And we were back on terms on 74, 73 minutes. Jordan Slew with his sixth goal of the season. After again, more great work from Joe Adams in the build-up. And then we went on to make it even better. Winner from Farron Rawson. Cross from the right-hand side and it was the brilliant play really of Joel Sean you have to give Joel every single credit there got to just a yard of space and that was all that was needed whipped a brilliant right-footed ball in and there was Farron Rawson poaching just a few yards out to bundle the ball in for what turned out to be the winning goal despite nearly nine minutes of stoppage time Morecambe stood tall stood firm Cruz should have equalised though deep in stoppage time I have absolutely no idea how Jacob Badeau managed to get that one off the line at the back post from close range but he did preserve the three points I'm not sure how we can sum it up any better than that Tom to be honest it's, it's one of those games that just takes your breath away at the end I felt like we we had done a lot of good stuff in the first half but just made poor decisions in the final third or poor finishes where the players would expect more from themselves they themselves would say yeah I should be doing better there and but there was so much positive things going on there was yeah. you know Max Melbourne coming in fantastic down the left in the first half and, and through the rest of the game as well and I think we just imposed ourselves we pressed at the right times we put them under pressure crew um, uncharacteristically gave the ball away more than they would have expected I think Jed by playing that back three with the wing backs really nullified some of the threats out wide that started off well we went 1-0 down but we, we kept plugging away but then they got the second goal and then we were struggling a bit because we were two thank you then we were two goals down and um, had to mix it up he's brought off the bench and now you know for a a squad on a on a shoestring we we managed to make some really good substitutions and change the formation to the back four and just ask different questions and uh, brought on some different energy to the team and you know people would have said last week we need Edwards on the pitch the whole time he had a quieter game and someone else popped in and the lads off the bench made it so it's a team game and um, no doubt in the quality of, of Edwards for example I'm not meaning to call him out because he's a fantastic player but then it's a, it's a squad game. Which is, if he's not, if he's not on one, then you want, you want the likes of Slew to come on and Hewula, uh, etc., to come and do their piece. And, and that's the great thing that Jed is building the squad. Really good team spirit. Everyone fighting, fighting um, till the end. And I'm great. I'm really delighted to see Joe Adams finally get a goal. Um, for those that are obsessed only on goals and assists, I think uh, it's good to see that end product. But as an attacking midfielder, that's what he needs to bring to his game, and he's yeah. shown it. I'm delighted for Joe because he could have scored a couple of minutes before with that one cleared off the line. He's been busy, he's been energetic, he's been all over the place today and scoring his first senior goal, that's going to do him so much yeah, good. Yeah, it's, it's now you just, um, yeah, now you just want him to kick on from there, um, but not too much so we can make sure we get him back next season. Well, let's keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> Nelson Cumbeni as well, well. Next season, next season, though, we've still, still got this season to finish off and the great thing is that having thought that... Um, you know, having lost our in pretty much our entire attacking force plus the JJ injury, 
um, we're really going to start to crumble um, but we've done quite the opposite and we've managed to pull out some great results um, and like I said the team spirit puts us in there and you never know you see our Walsall put together a few results and they're right in the mix and there's nothing to say that if we, we keep that spirit and fight to the rest of the season there's nothing to stop us being in the mix as well 51 points now Tom we are three points outside the playoffs with a game in hand over Gillingham and Walsall who are three points above us oh we've got Gillingham to come to the museum and we've got to play Gillingham yeah. we've got to play Barrow we've got to play Crewe again got the small matter of Wrexham at the Mazuma next Saturday Crawley on Tuesday is not going to be an easy game it's an exciting running isn't it in prospect well it's much more fun to be looking at these thinking about how how do we make the points to make the playoffs than you know looking at Grimsby beating uh, Forest Green today to survival um, for example um, it's a much nicer to be looking up than uh, thinking down and, and massive credit to players staff um, to to be able to keep fighting against a very good crew side and you know just Jacob Badal epitomising it at the end throwing his body in the line how that wasn't 3-3 I'm just not sure but um, we we go on again and we stay in the mix so um, just delighted we can't keep doing this though Tom can we we can't keep falling behind and heroically coming back it would be nice to take the lead once in a while whatever the end result is that's what we need and football is a um, 90 90 plus minute well, game, about, 98 minutes game today. So. About, no, about, I think we start first half, it's about 103 minutes all in. How many comebacks is that this season where we've managed to claw back um, claw back games that were not there? Um, you know, you go down Stadium MK against the quality side and we managed to get the, the full result. We're two goals down against one of the top sides in the league and crew and we've won 3-2. Away at Colchester, down to 10 men and we end up winning the game and going on. So it's just like... the. I think there's credit as well to the, the, the not just the when when players have been recruited it's not just about getting the best players it's actually getting players that show that heart yeah. and spirit and they've, they've shown that in abundance and, and that and that is what the culture is at Morecambe Football Club because every pundit EFL pundit up and down the line would have said at the start of the season we should be a relegation candidate yeah. and um, and then when we've lost Derek people think oh well everything's going to fall to pieces and Jed has come in and, and, and stamped his own authority onto the onto the team now and, and doing it in Jed's way now we are proud of this team Tom proud as punch as, yeah. as we could possibly be of yeah. this team just couldn't be more proud like you know that off the backdrop of this in um We've, uh, we have our ongoing challenges off the field but it doesn't pass on to the players that they could easily find excuses why not to put the performances in but they're clearly working hard off the pitch as well during the week in training uh, with Fitz and, and Jed to do the right things and you can see it coming off in the pitch as well you know bits yeah. and pieces like getting the full backs up high and transitioning and the pressing Jed has done his uh, homework clearly on, on Jed and the analysis of um, analysis analysts sorry have done the homework on crew and pressing them high yeah. made them struggle a bit today and they didn't have an answer to it Tom really appreciate you coming on today and we'll hopefully get you back on Shrimps Live very very soon because you're something of a lucky charm certainly away from home I think my record's looking pretty good actually <laughs> I think overall it's not too bad but uh, no, delighted for the Morgan fans that have, uh, have travelled well today not giving up um, 
good, good hope to get a result and yeah. uh, safe travels to them. Thanks for having us on, Dave, and uh, Beyond Radio. Mr. Shrimps Online, Tom Collins, thank you very much, my friend. Well, you had a sensational comeback to win 3 2. How are you feeling at the minute? A good question. No, um, yeah, it's gone a bit to be fair. It was a crazy, crazy game. But you know what? We showed great character again. I thought we played really well first half, created a few chances, should have scored, should have been maybe 1 0 up early doors. And then um, we, let, we let them into the game and obviously we went 2 0 down. But the lads, the character they showed second half was fantastic and we created chance after chance second half late on. And it just shows that block that they've done in the last five minutes that just that sums the whole performance up. They, threw themselves on the line for each other and what was it three blocks I think it was uh, Davenport and Badu on the edge on the line I thought it was in so fantastic credits to the lads just shows how far you've come to win against a team that was second in the table until you turned it round I mean you're not far away are you at all we spoke about at half time we went in at half time we said listen these are third in the league these are not better than us man for man or even a team they're not better than us and we showed the second half that we believe in ourselves we know we're a good team we know we've got good players and if we're brave and we see the ball on the pitch we'll go on we'll, we'll do really well the killing seal of course is that you conceded first again which is exactly what you talked about in the week yeah the, the, the bad thing about it was we, we caught them on the break and uh, Joe only had to roll Max in he got the ball caught in his feet then he caught us on, on the counter and scored well, as I say I'm not going to go on about that because we've spoke about the lads with that and we're going to try and put that to bed and hopefully it's just a, it, it was a few blips Joe Adams I thought started the game fantastically and ended fantastically scoring his first goal for the club and having a massive part to play in the second yeah they couldn't cope with him first half the first 20 minutes he, he was running at their defence and he, he couldn't cope that's how we created the chances for Jed he done really, really well and made up for and scored a goal because he, he deserved it. He had a couple of chances today and he took that one He took that one really well. Farron Rawson doesn't score many, but when he does, he tends to win games with them. Well, as I was saying then, there's no one stopping him scoring that goal. He would have took the whole team in with that. <laughs> he, was, he was determined to score and he did. He went through everyone to get it and fair play to him. That's what he is. That's what he's about. Three vital points and it keeps you right up there amongst that pack, doesn't it? It does, yeah. I've just been looking. I think we're ninth now with two points behind with a, a game in hand. So we've got a home, two home games coming up, two tough games. So hopefully we can go on to it and get some good results and see where we end up. It's funny how tight it is because you said you're two points off the playoffs. At one point today, you were six points off the playoffs. It just shows how every result's going to be vital. Well, it's crazy. Um, as you say, I think they could have gone top if they wanted to, couldn't they? Or, or, or up there. And for us, for us to come here and... and to be fair, we dominated them at times today. I thought we were the better team passing the ball. And considering they're, they're in automatic places, as you say, we're not far behind. The relief that dressing room now, it must be, well, and the joy and the celebrations, especially with the fans as well on the far side. It's a real togetherness there, isn't it? And, you know, the last 11, 12 games of the season, that's what you'll need. Definitely, yeah. But as I said in the interview on Thursday, we've just got to stay fit, keep, keep players fit, sorry. Yeah, and that's 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 what we're trying to do. We're trying to mix the team up, rotate the rotate the players to keep them fresh, and that's a, that's the main objective from now till the end of the season. But in the change room, then you won't believe it. It went all dancing and singing. It was all everyone sat down and took a deep breath. <laughs> he was so tired. But fair play to him. Absolutely brilliant. Made up for them. You brought in Max Mill one today for a, a rare start in place of Julian, and I thought he did well. Yeah, Dave was suspended. I thought Max was outstanding today. He, the lads gave him a round of applause at the end of the, in the change room. Then that just shows what type of lads they are. So we just need everyone that everyone that's on around the fringe or on the bench when they come on to, to put a performance like Max said he was outstanding. 
You played Crawley not that long ago, beat them at their place. You've got them at home on Tuesday, another big game. Yeah, hopefully we'll assess tomorrow what, it, what we've got, who's injured and who's not, and hopefully take it on to Monday, we'll put a game plan ready for Crawley Tuesday. Well, you had a great win today, well done. Thank you very much. How um, pleased were you, Jed, that your game plan worked? Change of formation, the wing-backs, that high press seemed to do the job. Yeah, it's, it's pleasing when things like that happen. Obviously, we played three at the back today and it played like a boxing midfield. And for the first half an hour, they couldn't deal with us. And we went back to a 4-3-3 late on, second half, and, and they caught them a bit confused, to be fair. So it worked really well for us today. We don't often play a back three and wing-backs, but it, it worked really well today. It did, yeah. It, well, you've got Joel and Max, haven't you? He's got them bomb up and down all day, like wingers, aren't they? So as long as they've got uh, Nelson and Jan behind them in this midfield, protecting us, works works a treat. And by my rough maths, I think that's four times now we've won 3-2 away. Several times we've come from behind to win 2-1 away. Very exciting, but you'd like it a bit calmer, I suppose. It's like Kevin Keegan's Newcastle, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll score, they'll score, we'll score more. No, it's no good for me. As you can see, I'm going great by the day. So uh, I'll take that all day long, definitely. Dad, enjoy the win, Gaff. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, Joe, your first Football League goal, and it came in a 3-2 win for Morecambe in a tremendous comeback. Yeah, it was a great game. Um, we went behind early again. Well, not early, but we went behind again. Um, had to fight our way back into it. Um, the boys in there said, don't panic at half-time. Um, thought we came out all right and then conceded again to go 2-0 down. Then, thankfully, scored my first goal. A uh, bit of a scrappy one, but they all count, don't they? And then managed to come back from that and score another two. So, yeah, great game. He scored the first to make it 2-1, but then you had a massive hand in the second as well, the keeper making a good save. And I can see you're happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that one was going in, to be fair. I thought it might have gone into the bottom corner, but yeah, Keith made a good save and then Salou put it in. So yeah. You started off well, and you in particular started off the game really well, putting Jed Garner through for a, for a good chance. Disappointing to concede the first again, as you say, having to come from behind again. Yeah, I thought... Um, well, we. We spoke before the game about not conceding early and I think we did that. Um, defended well the first 10 minutes and then we b- built our way into the game. thought played a few good passes through to Jed and Grion. Um, but yeah, then we conceded early. Just I don't know what it is, but we've got to, got to stop conceding early. Tremendous spirit though to come back to 3-2. Farron Rawson claiming the goal, as, as, as he rightly should because we all think it was Farron's goal. Yeah, 100% is his goal. <laughs> I'm not sure they've given it to him, though. I'm not, I'm not sure. I think it's gone down as an own goal, but... I yeah. think he'll be on the phone tonight if it isn't. <laughs> Hopefully. I think he will be. <laughs> so how was it for you? I mean, that, such a spirited team performance. And the spirit for me was shown by that 96-minute goal line block. Jacob Bernard and Jacob Davenport preventing what looked a sure goal. Yeah, you can see it out there, can't you? Like People diving in front of the ball, as you said, last minute. Um, and But just coming back in games as well, fighting back... Um, I think this is more more like the team than the last couple of games when maybe we haven't played as well or been as clinical with our chances because I think second half we did take our chance as well. I think the second half showed the difference. The football in the first half was decent. The final ball probably wasn't as good as it could have been and it just shows when you put everything together what a team you can be. Yeah, 100%. As you said, it's just being clinical in the box. Um, I think we had chances in the first half. Um, another day we could have taken them and maybe... It, run out winners earlier on but yeah as you said clinical in the second half and yeah at one time today crew was second in the table it shows you not that far away are you yeah they're, well they're a good team aren't they they're not up there for no reason and I think we gave them more than a game so yeah hopefully get our way up the league 
Tuesday night, Crawley. You beat them away. I know uh, you'll be looking forward to that one again at home. Yeah, it'd be good to be back at home. Uh, hopefully get all three points again. It's the Shrimps Verdict podcast, part of Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio. This is Dave Salmon. Thanks, as ever, for downloading this episode of the pod. Really appreciate that. And, of course, thanks so much for your ears and your eyes on Shrimps Live. The only place where you can hear for free full match commentary of every single Morecambe game this season, home and away, right here on Beyond Radio on our FM and DAB services. And, of course, via I Follow Shrimps as well. Subscribe right now at MorecambeFC.com. We are very busy over the next couple of weeks. We've been playing Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. Uh, so uh, four games in a week and a half. Well, five in two weeks, actually. So uh, busy old time for Jed Brannan's men. All starting this Tuesday night back at the Mazuma Mobile Stadium for the visit of Crawley Town. Let's have a look ahead to that game right now. Full match commentary, of course, as ever uh, on Shrimps Live will be on air from just before 7.40, myself and uh, goalkeeper Stuart more alongside me and a very special guest co-commentator can't say any more than that at the moment taps nose and all that Uh, but uh, all I will say is you are going to love him Okay, (laughs) leave it at that. Uh, Looking forward to the commentary on Tuesday. Uh, Let's look ahead to the game now with uh, Crawley Town superfan Nick Hilton. And uh, Nick is that much of a Crawley superfan. He even watches his beloved team uh, when they go away to all sorts of far-flung places, away from home uh, in the EFL Trophy. And to be honest with you, Nick, uh, you can't get more dedicated than that. No, it was a big game for us. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I think we... We're one of the, one or one or perhaps two clubs never been to Wembley, so it's close to been to Wembley for a few years. Only the second time we've been to a quarter final of any kind of national cup competition. I think we got one year in the quarter final trophy. So for us, it's, for me, it was quite a big game. So. And a plenty has happened, hasn't it, Nick? Since uh, we last played, not all that long ago, actually. Um, Two one victors on that occasion, but overall, uh, I know we got the win and a, a great solo goal from from Jed Garner to get all three points for the Shrimps on that day. But uh, I thought overall it was quite a close contest, all things considered. Close, but it was quite a typical performance up to them. We we started well, good goal. I think Harry Forster, couple of defensive errors or or some. We seem to be a bit unlucky. Some people make mistakes and get away with it. We seem to make it just a couple of hours and don't get away with it. I, th- I think I think you probably were the better team on the day. And after the slight disappointment in the transfer window, because I think we played on February 3rd, wasn't it? We played on February 3rd and we'd only made one sign-in and we all a bit down. I thought then... Perhaps that's the end of our season and actually quite a lot's changed since then. Plus, I think we had a we had a fans form as well, which we weren't, you know, with the owners flow over from America and Preston was there and he, he's, he's quite good engagement with people when, when he comes face to face and just, we weren't allowed to mention finances and then two days later some accounts came out which showed that in effect or technically... Well, not technically, we owed them five million for whatever reason. So, and there was other talk about what they wanted to do, and it was a bit doom and gloom. And then we went to Crew, and I th- actually, I, I didn't think they were that good, but 
although we lost 1-0 and, and perhaps they should have had a red card in the first 13 minutes, I think we did quite well against them because they've had some cracking results since they played us. And then we've had three wins in the bounce. So it's all been, you know, Morecambe, we're losing to Morecambe home is quite a distant memory at the moment because uh, we're on a bit of a roll. Unfortunately, no game tomorrow. We we have the caveat we're speaking on 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 Friday tea time. Nick before Morecambe's game against Crow Alexandra. Your match against Barrow, a very early postponement. I think Barrow fans generally, by and large, will appreciate the fact that you've called the game off early rather than at ten o'clock in the morning due to a waterlogged pitch. So you're going to come to us on Tuesday, Nick, like you say, on on a bit of a roll. Three wins and a draw in your last four. Got some good results in those three as well. And uh, you're going to be nice and refreshed too. So uh, you should come full of confidence, hopefully. Yeah, we should be. Um, the last last two away games, I think we've won six away games already this season. The last two away games were quite similar in that we kept it kept it to clean sheet. So we did keep it tight. We've had three clean, clean sheets. And then we played pretty expensive football in both second halves. To get the wind, you know, I don't know who, who we're playing on Tuesday. There might be one or two injury worries, but you know, beating AFC Wimbledon, which is one of our big local rivals, or probably the big local rival, is good. We're unbeaten at their new stadium, which we, we're proud to say. And last week, we went to Atkinson. I didn't really expect much. And, uh, you know, they're, they're a good, good young team. He's, he's done well there, John Coleman. They've got an academy. They pick up players from uh, academies from other teams. And I, th- I, th- I thought we defended well. They had a lot of chances. And, and what was quite the most interesting thing was actually the post-less interview. Because in previous games when we've lost, the manager has said how our standard we played, but lost. Last week, he seemed quite downbeat, even though we'd won, which is a bit... A bit strange, but it it shows what our expectations are. So Tuesday, it'd be quite interesting to see how we get on. And all of these results over the last recent weeks, Nick, have meant that both Crawley and Morecambe, along with seemingly half the league at the moment, and there's going to be lots of twists and turns to come as well as uh, as the weeks go by and the the business end of the season starts to kick in. But uh, we are as it stands, both within touching distance and, and a very realistic chance, you have to say, of that top seven finish. Yes, absolutely. It's all about runs, isn't it? I think we, when we talked before, you know, you, you have your bad runs. I mean, I don't think you've played that. You've had some mixed results since we last played you. Is that right? Yeah, I, well, if you look at it on paper, we've actually, in, we had a good February, all things considered. We only, we only lost once. That was... Yeah. Uh, a, a, quite a, a bad night at the office away at Warsaw, but uh, there was a couple of good wins in that and uh, and a few draws. So I think we got um, thirteen points from seven games in in, in our in our current run. So yeah. uh, you know it's, it's it's not bad, all things considered, is it? Really, you know you no. you, you you pan that out over the course of a season, and, and you're going to be there or thereabouts. So it's not felt like it's been a great run, but we have ticked over points and yeah, I suppose that's exactly. why we are where we are at the moment really yeah we got 10 points in the last four you know uh, we lost to you then we then we lost to crew and then we got point against walks who much better second half and since then the last three games there's I don't expect us getting the players because you don't know what's going to happen there's, there's so many clubs clubs around and I worry about the strength of the, the squad 
but we've still got a chance. You know, if we can go in, say, six or seven games away from the season and still have a chance, then it makes it quite interesting. Yeah, it's all That's about well, isn't it? It's all about all about staying in the mix, isn't it? And all about staying yeah. in contention for as long as possible, keeping that season alive. Because, as we've alluded to previously, it you just never know what's going to happen. And if you are there or thereabouts, so certainly if you're inside the top seven, it's yours to lose. I'd rather be yeah. in, I'd rather be above the line than below the line all day long. But as long as you're in that mix for as long as possible, well, it makes it for an exciting end to the season, doesn't it? I it suppose. does. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to get to. 39, 40 games with six games left to have a chance. But, you know, we've we got some tough... And there's... Every game's tough. I mean, because Sutton, they've uh, scored... They've got 40% of their wins against Notts County and 24% of their goals against Notts County this season. So that tells you everything about about the kind of, the kind of league it is. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to Tuesday. It's, it's a long journey up. We're staying over. Come back the next day. And, uh, yeah... I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not always a pessimist, but I think if you expect nothing, can you get something? You always feel happier. And you know, Ben, I mean, it'd be nice to get a point because we've got quite. A, then we've got to go to Harrogate on Harrogate on Saturday, and they've had a mixed bag of results lately as well. They've fallen back a little bit, but they're they're similar to us. Expected to to struggle this season, and. They've they've exceeded expectations as well, and, and and I'm quite impressed. I'm quite impressed by them as well because they've had their two three years now. They've they've lost a lot of their players who got promoted in the first place have moved on, and they've seen to kind of uh, consolidated. And of course, they've got their strange father and son ownership and manager. People <laughs> go. They have. So. Nick, tell us about Scott Lindsay, uh, Crawley Town. What can we expect? Style of play? What do we need to know? Well, he likes he likes his teams to play. You know, he, it's more important not to just lump it forward, but he wants to pass it around, look for openings, sometimes go sideways, even though the fans shout forward. He, he, he still does it against Forest Green last Saturday. Gordon came on. He lost it. People said, oh, oh, you lost it. But he went, He put, instead of going forward, he passed it back. He came back to Gordon, put across through and we scored. <coughs> I'm, a big, I'm, I'm a big believer in it. I think he'll play through it in the back. He'll knock it around. He'll get to the wings. He'll probe for an opening and hope for the best. Very, a very fluid system. Is um, We play... Probably one one up front, but with two or three midfielders supporting him. Hopefully, Liam Kelly went off injured last week. I'm not entirely sure what was wrong. I'm hoping it's not too serious. But you know, people people come in. The Scott players have come in. We got this. The most interesting thing since we played you is we signed this Jeremy Kelly, and um, obviously namesake of Liam. And uh, we had a Canadian college professional a few years ago. He didn't do great things. And actually, to be fair to Jeremy, he's, his CV's pretty good, played a, played a various American teams. He's got some kind of Czech background as well. But we weren't expecting too much. Is there only signings? Some people are suspicious because he's American. He'd been brought in by the owners. But he's been quite a revelation. He came on against Crew in the last 15 minutes and he started a couple of games and 
he moves the ball nicely, seems to have a bit of a swag and confidence with him on the ball. So we, we've got some we got some basically forward players who can, who can hurt hurt people. And more importantly, at the back, Corey's had as Scott Lindsay said, probably too much to do, but he's made some fantastic saves, particularly in the last two games. And the defence has been pretty solid without Harry Maguire's brother Lons being in the side, who's who's also been pretty solid. So they should be confident. And obviously, we don't have to play tomorrow, which probably helps us. I mean, it would be quite good to see us play against Barrow because obviously Barrow, another club, you know, I wouldn't say over to because I think Pete Wilde's a really good manager. They've got got Telford playing for them. And I think he played for you, didn't he? Did he play for you, Telford? No. Who's that? Dom Telford never played for you, did he? No, no. I, th- I think we were, were were looking at him. I think we were looking at a lot of players, but uh, no, he's never uh, he's never put a Morecambe shirt on. No, no. So uh, you know, he we well, I was quite pleased we uh, dispensed of his services because he he's quite a high earner and he he didn't quite achieve what he was meant to achieve. But he seemed quite a nice lad, and then he scored against us. So it would have been quite interesting to see him play on. Tomorrow, but that's not to be, and we'll probably be playing in April. So, yeah, low expectations as ever, but I suppose quietly confident. We'll probably lose now. You'll probably beat us through four now. Couple of players you mentioned there, Nick, that I quite like the look of when when we played you at your place. I did like your goalkeeper. I thought Corey Adai was. Uh, he, he looked quite. He looked quite assured. Uh, mm. Looks. Good with the ball at his feet as well, which I think is always a bonus for a keeper at this level. And uh, your main central striker, Dan Orsi, seems to have uh, almost scored goals from nowhere, really. He's not got a, a, a speed, a track record of, of great repute, but uh, he's been banging them in this season. Yes, he has. He seems to get in the right place at the right time. He's, I'm not sure he's a, a target man. And when, funny enough, when we lost the crew a couple of weeks ago, he was playing on his own and there's quite a big gap between him and midfield and he couldn't make much of impact. But, you know, when he just come in and and, and and people feed the horse, as you probably, when he scores, you know, we say feed the horse, he's got a little, little celebration as well, which he's uh, developed. Yeah, exactly. He, he does that. And, um, yeah, he's got, he's got a goal in him. You know, I'd like him to have a bit more support. I personally... I like when Adam Campbell pushes up and supports him a bit, a bit better. But yeah, he's got a golden man, and that's a Corey. He's, he's been nominated for Player of the Month. He, he was, as we explained last time around, he hasn't been everybody's cup of tea. But the last few games, well, the one thing he's got is presence. The one thing he has lacked is experience, and perhaps that comes with his the decision making. I think does come with experience of goalkeepers, but uh, you know some of his shot stops and. The way he dominates the goal, and you know, in, in his distribution, is I think people are generally pleased for him, and he seems quite a nice lad as well. So hope, hopefully, we'll have another a reasonable game on uh, Tuesday. And uh, another player, um, Nick, who lots of Morecambe fans will be familiar with, who obviously didn't see uh, when if they didn't travel away, uh, is uh, Adam Campbell had uh, yes. a, a reasonable time with Morecambe, then uh, slipped back into non-league with Darlington and now back in the AFL with yourselves. How has he done this season? Well, I thought he, when he first came on, I remember he came on against Subby, he came on a sub against Salford and hit the post virtually straight away. I'm, I'm not sure what his best position is, but... Uh, 
I think he should play further forward. I think I see him more as a, a, a second forward, really. But a lot of people, but he's got quite a roving role. And sometimes he makes an impact. Not always, but the last two or three games, he's 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 been rotated. So I think against Wimbledon, he he either starts or he, he comes on. He kind of pre-planned substitution, and he's done pretty. Last couple of games, he's done pretty well, actually. Looking forward to seeing uh, him back at the Mazuma on uh, Tuesday. I think it's going to be a good game. Like it's something I'm looking forward to. I think it's going to be close all. The rest of the season, really, I think, uh, as we said, it's just about keeping in touch, isn't it, for as long as possible, keeping that season alive. And uh, I suppose yeah, exactly. it's all about yeah. winning your games in, against your rivals as well, isn't it, really? If you can, you know, it's almost yeah. like a six-pointer almost in that respect. Absolutely. And the fact we're even talking about a potential playoff spot after two, three weeks ago, I thought we were dead and buried. I thought that was our season, mid-table mediocrity. In fact, last, last week, we were from 14th to 8th. That's how close it was. And we started disappointing and we've gone back to ninth because we didn't play uh, midweek. So, but we got some, um, yeah, interesting games. We've got Morecambe, Harrogate, not counter, obviously we think are beatable. And then we've got Stockport with the home, which is it's a bit annoying because it's on a Monday night now. So, uh, they obviously Salford have been picked for the uh, televised game and they're playing on the Thursday and then they're playing you on the Sunday aren't they yeah we've had our game moved to the Sunday as a result of the the, the TV switches around unfortunately but uh, it is what it is I suppose yeah and personally I think probably been better for I mean I feel sorry that some cool fans already booked train tickets and stuff but personally I think it probably been better for us to play on the Sunday but the powers of B decided that the Monday night would be better but it gives us a a bit more time to uh, recuperate from the North County game. So, and then it's um, Tranmere, end of the month, I think. Is it tra- yeah, Tranmere before the Easter, the two Easter games? So, and then we're properly, properly at the business end of the season, then aren't we? Yeah, so the lo- next, I'm not I'm not sure what to expect. I mean, I'd like to beat North County at home, it'd be good to, I mean, Southport have had a bit of a a blip in their season as well. So, we, uh, two or three wins, it'd be just nice to... It'd be just nice to be in there still, wouldn't it? Well, let's hope we both that's stay in the mix all. for as long as possible. That's all, all we can hope for, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. Nick, really appreciate your time, mate. Thank you so much. You know, you've had a very busy day, one thing or another, so thanks for taking time out to, uh, no, no, no to, to, to jump on, mate. Appreciate that. Hopefully you can stay in the mix until the end of the season and who knows and we, we, as well. we might we might end up playing each other in the end of season playoffs who knows yeah you never know good luck thanks all, Dave all the best Nick speak to you next time mate Cheers. thank you every kick every game every goal full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio this is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio